to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. Still locked into Alice's thoughts, I saw the vision suddenly shift, but I had no time to see what the outcome would be. I launched myself across the lot, throwing myself between the skidding van and the frozen girl, I moved so fast that everything was a streaky blur except for the object of my focus. She didn't see me. No human eyes could have followed my flight, still staring at the hulking shape that was about to grind her body into the metal frame of her truck. I caught her around the waist, moving with too much urgency to be as gentle as she would need me to be. In the hundredths of a second between yanking her slight form out of the path of death and crashing to the ground with her in my arms, I was vividly aware of her fragile, breakable body. When I heard her head thump against the ice, it felt as though I had turned to ice too, but I didn't even have a full second to ascertain her condition. I heard the van behind us grating and squealing as it twisted around the sturdy iron body of the girl's truck. It was changing course, arcing, coming for her again, as though she were a magnet pulling it toward us. A word I'd never said before in the presence of a lady slid between my clenched teeth. I had already done too much. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hello, everybody. How are you? I am good. We are so glad you're here. Welcome to the to show. To listen to us talk. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Marin. My name is Emily. And we are Remember Twilight. Twilight, where we talk about Twilight. Yep, we do. That's what we're here for. That's what you're here for. (laughs) (laughs) This week, specifically, we are talking about A Midnight Sun, Chapter 3, Risk. It's risky. It's very risky. It's a risk. What are you doing? Why are you risking? I'm not yelling at you. I know you're yelling at Edward. I so am. Edward. <laughs> what happened last week? Well, last week, Edward went to biology class with Bella because he just couldn't not do it. Can and you he believe talked him? to her and he asked her questions and she looked at him and he looked at her. Do you know what? He's acting like a junkie. He no offense to junkies. Addicted to her smell. <laughs> it's almost like she's his drug more on that later (laughs) (laughs) so last we saw edward was laughing at bella because she almost hit a car she was backing out of the parking lot after school pretty rude bella felt embarrassed about it (laughs) edward thought it was the funniest thing he ever saw pretty rude and now it's the 
the night after that day. We're still on the same day. And mm-hmm. Edward is like, I'm not thirsty, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go eat. Yeah, uh, yep. Not thirsty, going to drink. You just got to keep eating animals. <laughs> Never stop. It's the opposite of those stickers you put on stop signs that say stop eating animals. Yeah, no. He puts a, oh, yeah, animals. he puts a keep above the stop. It's this whole multi sticker sign. <sighs> Lots of stickers. They had to be custom. <laughs> Alice wouldn't help him with it, so he had to go to the printer by or himself. Just Emmett. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Emmett went and just tagged all the stop signs. Emmett is up for some vandalism at any time. <laughs> Anytime, anywhere, doesn't matter. He thinks it's funny. If we're going to take down stop signs, he also is going to set up a live feed stream of camera so he can watch it <laughs> while he's at school and see how many people run into each other. <laughs> Tell Very me I'm cool. wrong. Nope. Nope. Never. Anyway, uh, Carlisle went out with Edward because they need some like father-son time. They haven't spent any yeah. time together. Yeah, they haven't really talked since Edward left. Yeah. Except for the family fight, but that doesn't count. I mean... They weren't alone. Right. They didn't have any one-on-one bonding time. Totally. Which they do need more of that, even <laughs> even after all this time. They've had the most of anybody else in the family. It's fine. <laughs> or of all time. Honestly. <laughs> Good point. Uh, anyway, so... Carlisle's remembering when Edward said goodbye to him and he was he said it very fast and Edward looked so scared and crazy and Carlisle was like well what happened and Edward flinched away when Carlisle tried to like console him oh no he's too upset for even a console he can't have a dad console that's bad so uh, Carlisle of course was understanding he was like do what do you have to take my car it's whatever I wanted to make something very clear. Kyle Carlisle has never killed anyone? Never. That's never drank one blood. Incredible. Only a bite. Incredible. Never a suck. Carlisle just That's why I worship him. <laughs> <laughs> he just gave Edward his car too. He was like, "Go ahead, take my car. The tank is full." If you were going to kill someone, I'd give you my car, too. Thank you. Yeah. My tank is never full, though. <laughs> Me either. Ever. <laughs> it's always got a fourth. I don't know how. Me either. I swear I bring it to the gas station. Same. <laughs> Just never has any gas in it. <laughs> and now, um, as they're running, Carlisle's thinking about whether or not he made the right choice mm. to enable Edward to just run away. And Edward's like, no, that's what I needed. I may have betrayed your trust if you told me to stay. Mm. And Carlisle's like, well, I'm sorry that you're suffering, but you have to do what you need to, even if that means you have to leave us again. Yeah, we got to keep that little girl alive. You can't just kill her. Yeah, I mean, her dad has this crush on me. If she died, (laughs) I'm sure he would just be calling me at the hospital every day instead of just weekly. I'm so glad that... I do this podcast with you because I wouldn't have thought about the Carlisle Charlie connection at this point. But <laughs> I you're right. I always want to know about the Carly, yeah. the Charlie connection. Carlisle. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yep. So Edward's like, yes, I know. And Carlisle's like, well, why did you come back? I'm happy you're here, but if it's too hard. Edward's like, I don't want to be a coward. Oh, no, honey. It's like I said before, it's not cowardly to leave the potential murder that you're about to do it's brave it's fine agrees he's like it's better (laughs) to have you feel like a coward than for her to be in danger plus she will be gone in just like two years right it's better to have loved and lost and not murdered than to have murdered and never loved at all (laughs) (laughs) as the saying goes (laughs) i think that's how it goes pretty sure And Edward's like, I know, I know. And now you're just making me even more anxious to stay because she'll be gone in a year. I only have one more year left with her. Oh, my gosh. So Carlisle stops running. Then Edward stops running. (laughs) And Carlisle's like, you're not leaving, are you? And Edward's like, hmm. And he's like, well, are you just prideful? No. And Edward's like, no. It's not pride. He's like, you have nowhere to go. It's love. It's not that either. Oh. And Carlos like, well, we would all come with you, of course. Like, you've done it for everyone else. Um, they won't begrudge you this. And Edward's like, well. Mm. And Carlos like, okay, well, Rosalie will get over it. Plus, she owes you. 
Anyway, it's much better for us to leave now, no damage done, than for us to leave later after a life has been ended. That's what I said earlier. Yep. <laughs> uh, Edward agrees again, and Carlo's like, but you're still not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, I should. And Carlo's like, well, why are you staying here? And Edward's <laughs> like, ugh. I don't know. I can't. I can't say it out loud to I you, can't Dad. Talk to you about this, Dad. I'm going to my room. And Carla's like, "Well, I guess if you want privacy, that's fine." And Edward's like, "Thank you. I know I don't give anyone else privacy, but I would like to keep this well, to myself. At least he's aware. He is aware." And then Carlyle just thinks we all have our quirks. <laughs> yep we do uh they smell some deer so they go and eat it though edward is very not excited about this because even though usually they're not like that appetizing when he can remember bella's blood (laughs) smell they actually are pretty disgusting smelling i wonder what carlisle thinks of the animals like he's never had human blood so does he is he just like they're fine i'd assume so i think it tastes fine i don't know what your guys's problem is (laughs) i think so it's like those kids whose parents don't let them eat sugar (laughs) and they're just like yum broccoli (laughs) i love carrot juice come to school with a baggie of peas and they're just like eating it at lunch. (laughs) Then my kid is eating a literal lunchable and she's like do you want some and the kid is like I'm not allowed to eat processed foods. I feel so bad for those kids. (laughs) I know so many of them at at her school. There are so many. And like I, the problem is I do understand it because. Absolutely. I wish I had done it. Food in America is disgusting, but it just seems so hard. Oh my gosh. Especially kids. I know. I wish my kid had never had 25 Lunchables in one month, but <laughs> sometimes that's just what you have to do. Plus, it's less expensive. Oh, it's it's whole thing. I know. I hate it. Anyway, I hate about it. the food industry sucks. So. Uh, give me a deer. They uh, then turn into their crouchings and <laughs> <laughs> they go eat some deer. Cool. Uh, when they come home, everything is frozen. No, thank you. It's just ice on everything. Every pine needle, every fern frond, each blade of grass was covered in ice. And that's really gross and I hate it. No, thank you. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. Carlisle goes to get dressed for his early shift at the hospital. (laughs) But Edward instead perches on a rock by the river. (laughs) He says that he feels almost swollen from all the blood that he drank. That's really disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) like if his stomach could explode it would have but instead it's just so expanded in his body cavity (laughs) really gross (laughs) (laughs) at least we're flexible exactly (laughs) edward is just staring at the river and he's like carlisle's right i should leave i should just go to boarding school or go visit some distant relatives or just be a teenage runaway plus no one's gonna really ask that many questions anyway literally no one cares (laughs) (laughs) there's not a single person besides bella and she would really get over it she's not in love with you yet this is just leave go Mm -hmm. away okay it's fine but don't i'm glad he doesn't same (laughs) it's just it's such an easy solution It literally is only two years. (laughs) Go. (laughs) Plus, okay, so after a year or two, then Bella would, she would have a life still because she wouldn't (laughs) be dead. And she could go get a job and like she could get married. And then he starts to think of her dressed in all white. Oh, no. Walking down the aisle with Charlie. And then Edward's heart is like such a hurt. Oh, no. And he's like, why is my heart a hurt? Well, that hasn't been in pain in 25 years. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, is it because it's just something I could never have? Am I like sad that I'll never experience that? That doesn't make any sense. Um, I usually don't envy humans for their lives. Oh, honey. He's like, I should do that. I should leave her and her future alone. Carlisle always knows the right thing. I should never doubt him. I am gonna. I'll, I'm gonna leave. Except um, maybe I'll go sniffer one more time. Like I probably could just go for today, right? I need to set up the story anyway. <laughs> Edward. 
And then he's like, well, maybe I could stay two days or three days or four days. But I'm still going to do the right thing. But maybe I could stay for a month. (laughs) I just, you know, okay, not to bring it down here. But you know, this is exactly his train of thought the summer between (gasps) Twilight and New Moon. That entire summer. He's like, I know it's the right choice, but I can I can stay one more day. I can stay four more days. Bella had the best summer of her life. And the entire time Edward was like, tomorrow's the day. Ten more minutes. Well, okay, just another hour, another six hours. I'll I'll do it in six hours. (laughs) The poor guy. Oh, sweetie. And then Edward's like, okay, clearly I am too invested in this to make a (laughs) rational decision. So, and like, also, how much of this is like me just being curious? Because that's the story I keep telling. And how much is it that I just really do want to eat her? (laughs) And so he goes and he gets dressed for school. And Alice is waiting for him. And she's like, you're leaving again. And he's like, yeah, I guess. (laughs) Do you think that Stephanie intentionally left out what he's wearing? In Twilight, in all four of those books, she described their wardrobes to a T every single time they wore anything. And now it's just nothing. That's probably why, because we already know what everybody's wearing. He's wearing khaki pants. Are they pleated? I just need to know. They probably are. It's fine. So she's like, you're leaving again. He nods and she's like, I don't know where you're going. And he's like, well, yeah, I don't know where I'm going. And she's like, well, I want you to stay. (laughs) And Edward's like, no. And then she's like, well, maybe me and Jasper can come with you. And Edward's like, no, they're going to need you if they don't have me here for protection. But also think of what it'll do to Esme if half of us leave. (laughs) And Alice is like, exactly. So stay. And Edward's like, no, exactly. So you have to stay. Oh, no. Guys, stop fighting. Yep. And Edward's like, I have to do what's right. And Alice is like, well, there are many right ways, but there's also many wrong ways, right? (laughs) And so then she starts visioning and Edward's watching and he sees himself in some shadows and everything's really blurry. But then suddenly he sees himself sparkling in the sunlight of a meadow. And he's like, I know that's my meadow. All my bugs live there. But there's also someone else in the meadow, but it's really blurry. They're not like they're there. I can't quite make them out. And then um, the vision stops and he's like, I don't know what that was. All my <laughs> bugs live there. You guys, we'll talk about the bugs in like 250 <laughs> more pages, but it's my favorite thing oh, of this book. Oh, man. Uh, so he's like, yeah, I don't know what that was. And Alice is like, I don't know either. Your future is so shifty-wifty. I can't <laughs> figure it out. And then she's like, I think that your life is at a crossroads. <laughs> and Sounds he's like, right. <laughs> Good observation. <laughs> and then he's like, well, today is okay, right? And she's like, I'm pretty sure you're not going to kill anybody today. <laughs> And that's all he needs. That's probably what he was doing every morning in New Moon. Do I kill Bella today? Is she going to live? Oh my She's going to live? Okay, I'll stay today. Oh no. I'm going to call you in another hour, though, and just make sure nothing's changed. Alice tells him to go get dressed and that she's not going to say anything. But she tells him that she misses him already. And he's like, I will miss her, too. <laughs> so they're in the car, and they're driving to school, and Jasper can feel Alice's upsetness and worry, but he doesn't ask her about it. He knows that if she wants to talk to him about it, she'll talk to him about it. And meanwhile, Emmett and Rosalie are just in the backseat <laughs> gazing into each other's eyes. <laughs> it doesn't get old. I guess when you're so beautiful and your partner is so beautiful, you can just look at them forever. Okay. I get uh, Sure. And then Edward's like, ugh. Some days it was harder than others to live with three sets of perfectly matched lovers. And this was one of them. Oh, honey. And he's like, maybe everyone would be happier if I wasn't like seventh wheeling all the time. If I wasn't this old, grumpy old man telling people to stay off my lawn all the time. Yep. (laughs) They get to school. Edward, of course, has to check and see where Bella is just so he knows. Uh Mm -hmm. Keep telling yourself that. It was embarrassing how my world suddenly seemed to be empty of everything but her. Oh, 
Embarrassing, but also very sweet. Very cute. Good job. <sighs> and he's like, okay, I know, I know why. I've been a vampire for like 80 <laughs> years now and nothing's changed. So now that there's a change, I have to be absorbed by it. Oh, that's what it that's is. That's what it is. It's not that you're irrevocably in love with her. Nope, not yet. She's just different. Bella's not at school, though, but he can hear her truck coming <laughs> from a distance. <laughs> and so he just leans against his car and he's going to wait. <laughs> he says his siblings are already bored and they just don't get you. Yeah, but Alice, okay. Alice hangs around a little bit and he sees Bella slowly pull into the <laughs> parking lot, her hands very tight on the wheel, and she seems anxious about something. And then he like looks around at all the other humans and he's like, everybody looks anxious. And then he's like, oh, the roads are icy. Everyone's trying to drive careful. Oh, man. Which it's cool. interesting that that didn't con- like, nope, didn't occur to him because I know I know they are vampires, but he just still drives a human made car. I think that's so often where I'm like, your car is not a vampire. Yeah. You are, but your car is not. You could lose control of that car. It could break. It could malfunction. Like, does he change his tires every day so they're always <laughs> as, like, rippy as can be for how fast he speeds around Maybe everywhere? Maybe it's Rose's job to keep up on the cars. And so she just checks the weather and she sticks new tires on if they need to. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Still, I would never be confident on an icy road no matter my tires <laughs> or my reflexes. Okay, so <laughs> Edward's like, she's taking this ice driving very seriously and... That does seem like Bella to me because I know that she's a serious, responsible person. (laughs) So Bella parks. She hasn't noticed Edward yet, though. And he's like, what's she going to do when she sees me? Is she going to just blush and run away? Is she going to come talk to me? I wonder what she'll do. Oh, man. He takes in a breath just so he's prepared to talk to her in case. And Bella gets out of her truck, and she doesn't look at Edward, which is frustrating. (laughs) So maybe he'll go talk to her. And he's like, no, don't do that. No, never. But then Bella, she doesn't, like, start to walk towards the school. She just starts to walk towards the back of her truck, holding on to the side the whole way. (laughs) And he's just laughing at her. Alice is staring at Edward, thinking something. He's not paying attention, though. He's watching... Bella ice skate around (laughs) and she's looking at her snow chains oh no and he's like she's gonna slip look at her slippity slip feet all over the place (laughs) like did she no one else is slipping around did she just park on like the worst ice no she's just Bella she's just Bella (laughs) and then Bella stops and she's looking down at her tires and we of course know that she's very touched that Charlie put snow chains on her truck yeah we've of course cried about this before but Edward's just like she's looking very tenderly at her (laughs) tires is are her tires making her emotional thank you tire for getting me to school (laughs) in a safe way (laughs) no it's the chief it's the chief charlie took care of her and she didn't even ask him nobody's ever taken care of her before nobody's ever done anything nice to bella (laughs) (laughs) and then edward is suddenly like i have to know why she's crying about a tire (laughs) i'm gonna go talk to her right now (laughs) plus she's gonna fall i can help her walk to school right can i do that (laughs) i don't know to do uh, she wouldn't like my clammy hands, though. I should have worn gloves. Alice, why do you not give me gloves? <laughs> Alice, didn't you see? I want to hold her hand. <laughs> then Alice, oh, no. out of nowhere, just, no. Edward's, Edward's like, like, did I choose something? I didn't what realize happened? that I would kill her by helping her walk to the school. Did I make a choice? <laughs> Does what? it start with a handhold? What did I do? Do I, do I smother her with a glove that I find? Oh, wait. Nope. Nothing to do with me at all. Uh, turns out Tyler is coming into the parking lot very reckless speedily. Oh, no. He hits the ice wrong, which is going to send him skidding across the parking lot. 
And Alice only got this vision right before it happened. So as Edward's basically just seeing the car slip in the vision, he sees the car turning into the parking lot. And he's like, oh, no. Okay, so the vision doesn't have anything to do with me, but it does because Tyler is going to slip right into Bella. Nope, can't have that. The vision hasn't ended, so Edward doesn't know what happens, but he just decides to run to (laughs) Bella. Well, Edward, here's your future. (laughs) (laughs) He says, not her. He just slides all the way across. Do you think it's like a penguin? <laughs> he just gets a running a running thing and then slides on his belly over to her. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he does a penguin slide, yep. right? Bowling balls her down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Um, 100%. Before he moves, though, I forgot this part. Bella looks at him. Yeah, she we already know that. At him. She looks at him and then she looks at the car. And Edward's like, he's doing his penguin slide, and he's like, no human could slide this fast. (laughs) How did you slide here? (laughs) That's why Bella didn't see him, is because he was on the ground. (laughs) It's the whole thing where he moves her out of the way, and then the car hits the truck, but then the car is going to hit the truck again. He bonks her head. She falls down. It's this whole thing. Then he has to hold the thing up because her legs are under there. He has to swing her around, and she's just like a doll. He has to say the elder swear. And Edward's like, okay, well, this was too much. (laughs) I just did my circus juggling act with a car (laughs) and Bella. This is no good. Oh, the blings are going to be so mad at me. Mm-hmm. Great. Great. I broke the one rule. Also. <laughs> I love this line. Oh, for the love of all that was holy would the catastrophes never end. I get that. You know, 2020. 100%. Right on. Anyway, there's this whole thing. Then he's like. He drops the van. All the windows shatter. (laughs) And he's like, okay, how much of all of this did Bella see? Also, how much did anyone else see? But also, I don't care about any of those because I think I broke Bella. Oh, I know. Her head hit so hard on the ground that I turned into an ice cube and she turned into an ice cube. <laughs> and it's just not great. Humans aren't supposed to be ice cubes. Oh, no. Also, what if I smell her right here? What if she's bleeding? Oh, no. This then is stressful. Dead. This is very stressful. Poor Edward. Also, she's so warm. It's like heating me up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that juggling the van was harder or easier than the goblets? Easier because there's only one. <laughs> but it's so big. I mean, I feel like equal. Okay. Edward can juggle anything any size. Okay. Okay. And I it's just nothing's hard for him. Nope. Okay. Okay. So then Edward finally looks down at Bella and she's looking at him and he's like, <laughs> okay, so you're alive. Are you all right? And she's like, I'm fine. And then Edward's finally like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Although she still smells really good. Mm-hmm. So that's a problem. Bella tries to sit up. Edward's like, don't do that. I think you, I broke your brain. <laughs> Even though you're not bleeding, there might be a concussion. And so she says, ow. And he says, I know. And then she's like, how did you penguin slide over here so fast? <laughs> and he's like, I did it. I was already over here. It was like barely a penguin shuffle. And she's like, no. <laughs> so then he lets her finally sit up. He backs away as much as he can, which is like three inches. She stares at him. He stares at her. You guys know how they are. (laughs) Everybody, of course, is freaking out now, trying to see their mangled bodies. (laughs) Amen. And I'd be the first one over there. Did the leg come off? I don't know. (laughs) Bella's under that van. Let's go. (laughs) And so Edward's like, okay, Bella at least is breathing and not bleeding. So he... Does like a thought check and make sure no one saw his slide. And so far, so good. Everyone's just panicking. 
And he's like, Bella's like looking around and he's like, oh no, should she be moving like that? So concerned. So he just holds her. He's like, don't move. He's so interesting because he's like, he's got all these like experience. He's got all the knowledge. He's got all the like classroom work of being a doctor. Um, I want him to just like one of the lives that he gets to start over. I want him to be Doogie Hauser and just like start being a doctor at the age of like 15. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like I don't know I'm just smart mm-hmm. I just I I'm just good at it supposed to be a doctor I don't know <laughs> and then Bella it's cold it's cold <laughs> I get that he laughs at her Bella's confused and she's like hold on but you were over there mm. he's like no I wasn't <laughs> she's like, I saw you <laughs> nope I was standing with you I pulled you out of the way <laughs> I wish that she would just like punch him <laughs> No, you did not. <laughs> and then he's like, please, Bella. She's like, why? Trust me. Will you explain to me? Yes. Da, 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 da. Fine. 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 <laughs> While they're still basically sitting on each other's laps, he tries to ignore her. She's like football tucked in. Yeah. I mean, he scooted away, but barely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he searches everybody's minds again. Still good. Nobody saw. Nobody noticed. And I mean, even though Bella knows, like it doesn't matter, right? She can be confused. She hit her head. Yeah, really fine. Explainable concussion. Jasper probably won't take my arm for this. <laughs> I hope. Oh. Just then, he can hear the thoughts of all the blings, and they are not happy with him. <laughs> and. Bella and Edward just have to sit there together, staring at each other until all the student body can move the car far enough away for the. Why are they letting this happen? Why are they letting teenagers move a van? This is weird. I can't. Especially because Emmett's right there. Like, okay. (laughs) Vampirism aside, Emmett's the biggest dude at that school. You'd think that he would go over and like pretend to help. I don't right. know. Just be like, oh, this is so Like, they eventually that. get it, but he, <laughs> I he feel like he would do that. it. They're too concerned, though. They can't take any risks because Edward just exposed them all. <laughs> Finally, they move it away. This EMT pops his head in, and it's Edward's friend, Brett. <laughs> he knows him from the hospital. Hey, Brett. Um, he's like, are you okay, kid? And Edward's like, I'm golden. Bella hit her head, though, and Bella is furious at him about this. (laughs) (laughs) I am, too, honestly. We know how this goes. Bella gets her neck brace. She hates it. (laughs) Edward tries to unbend his (laughs) dent in the car with his foot. But Emmett's like, I got you, bro. I'll fix anything that you miss. And Edward's like, (laughs) perfect. Emmett forgives him, like, quickly and completely because Emmett would have done the same thing. Like, I think that if Emmett had been there and Alice had been like, oh, my gosh, I really think Emmett would have jumped in if Edward hadn't been there. Because Emmett, like, he's he doesn't want to expose the family, but he's also not going to let some kid that he knows get killed. Do you think? I think Alice more than anyone would have jumped mm. in. Because she loves I mean, Bella she wouldn't too. have seen the... He would, Emmett wouldn't have seen what Alice saw, Mm-mm. but I just think they would have helped. And I think that like Emmett, Emmett's like, dude, you're good. I'm, it's fine. I would have helped her too. Yeah. We can't just let a kid die. <laughs> if you can stop it. Come on. <laughs> They're loading Bella into the ambulance and Charlie shows up and this part is <laughs> the cheese. so tender. You guys. Though Bella's father's thoughts were past words, the panic and concern emanating from the man's mind drowned out just about every other thought in the vicinity. Wordless anxiety and guilt, a great swell of them, washed out of him as he saw his only daughter on the gurney. When Alice had warned me that killing Charlie Swan's daughter would kill him too, she had not been exaggerating. Oh my gosh. And for... Edward to know this immediately before he's even in a relationship with Bella. Think of how much this affects their future where Mm -hmm. he's just like, I cannot let anything happen to her. Not for my own sake 
only, but also for Chuck, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Mm. My head bowed with that guilt as I listened to his panic voice. Bella, he shouted. <laughs> Who else? <laughs> of course, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> he just loves to scream Bella. Do you think it's because he never really got to like say her name very much over the years? Yes. No, just like any chance. He's it like, has Bella's to here. be. Bella? Bella? <laughs> <laughs> Bella, of course, is like, I'm fine. And Charlie doesn't take her word. He goes to the EMT for more info. And then Edward goes, it wasn't until I heard him speaking, forming perfectly coherent (laughs) sentences despite his panic, that I realized that his anxiety and concern were not wordless. I just couldn't hear the exact words. Hmm. Charlie Swan was not as silent as his daughter, but I could see where she got it from. Interesting. Interesting and awesome. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. I'd always taken him for a man of slow thought. Now I realized that I was the one who was slow. His thoughts were partially concealed, not absent. So cool. I love it. So cool. Edward now wants to spend all his time with Charlie to figure <laughs> out if he can figure out how to read Charlie's mind. Then maybe he'll be able to figure out how to read Bella's mind. Love it. But he has to go leave Charlie alone for now because he has to make sure that the secret is still safe. <laughs> and so all the EMTs aren't thinking anything suspicious. Bella's fine. Um, also, she's sticking with the story. So that's cool. And so they they drive to the hospital. And the second that they get there, Edward goes to find Carlisle. <laughs> and Carlisle is in his office. And even though he's going to Carlisle, he's still keeping a mind's eye on Bella. So Carlisle's just in his office having his regular old day at work. And then he hears these like... So speedy footsteps coming towards him. And he's like, oh, no, what did Edward do? He literally goes, Edward, you didn't. (laughs) It's the funniest assumption to make. Of course, if Edward did kill Bella, he would immediately come to Carlisle's office to confess. Of course he would. But it wouldn't be. a. It'd be like a Carlisle. Like it would be like the biggest scream and meltdown ever. And Carlisle would be like, I got to shut down the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, Edward, you did it. And Edward's like, no, no, no. And Carlisle's like, thank God. I mean, of course not. I'm sorry. I thought that. I mean, your eyes are still golden. So of course. (laughs) And Edward's like, no, but she's hurt though, Carlisle. It's probably fine, but she's hurt. So Carlisle's like, well, what happened? And Edward's like, first, Alice had a vision. There was ice. I, sw- I, I slid over. She almost got hit. I, I juggled the van. And Carlisle's like, <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. Could you could you start again? <laughs> there was ice. She was crying. There was a van. It hurt her. I dented it. I don't. She was a volleyball. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> Alice had a vision that a car was sliding across the thing. It was going to hit Bella. I couldn't let that happen. I had to move her out of the way. And then there was this fan thing. But nobody saw, but Bella saw. But also she hit her head. And I'm really scared. And Carlisle, the angel that he is, he's such a good dad. All he does is walk around the desk and hug Edward. Mm-hmm. Parenting. Yep. Bam. What? And then he also says, you did the right thing. I know it wasn't easy, but I'm proud of you. So good. And then he's like, she knows there's something wrong with me. (laughs) (laughs) And Carla's like, okay, well, we're going to take care of that later. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, it doesn't matter. If we have to leave, we leave. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's so good. Yep. And then Edward's like, I told her this thing. She seems to be accepting it now, but who knows? But also, she did hit her head. Well, actually, I hit her head. <laughs> she seems okay, but um, like, I think it'll be fine. I think I can just, if she says that I ran across the parking lot, I think no one will believe her. <laughs> and Kyla was like, well, let's see what happens. Maybe it'll be fine. Uh-huh. Um, let me go check on her. Carlisle, one of his greatest strengths is that he sees the 
biggest picture. Like he doesn't look at what's happening right now or at what's what the big picture is. He sees like eternity picture and he's like, this is not that big of a deal. We're good. Mm -hmm. We're going to figure this out. Whatever yep. has to happen will happen and it's fine. Yep. I love that about him. And then Edward says, please, I'm so afraid that I hurt her. <laughs> Carlisle thinks this is funny, though. He's, He's like, like, that's great. You're having an interesting day. <laughs> you don't want to kill her anymore. And then he does something really weird. He smooths his hair somehow. Somehow he smooths <laughs> he that Ken molds hair. it in. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Edward stays in Carlisle's office. And just decides to listen to the whole hospital. <laughs> Tyler is hurt worse than Bella. And Carlisle, he hasn't, like, gone to Bella yet. He's, like, checking in with all the people who have been working with her. And Edward's like, this is probably pretty good because the second that Bella sees Carlisle, she's not even going <laughs> to care about me. Oh. She's going to get a crush on him. Oh, no. <laughs> She's just going to realize that we're even weirder than she already thought we were. Yep. <laughs> And then he is like, he's looking through Tyler's thoughts because Tyler and Bella are in the same room right now. And Tyler just like, is like, I'm so sorry. I almost kill you. Da, 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 da. And Edward's like, I can tell that Bella doesn't want to be having this conversation. Like, why does he not realize that she doesn't want to be having this conversation? Yeah. Because he doesn't care. He doesn't. He just <laughs> wants to make himself feel better. And that's fine. That's he gets to. He did something really scary and he's traumatized. Like, that's scary. He's like, I didn't mean to almost kill you. I'm so sorry. It's fine. He yeah. can freak out for a minute. He can. And Bella can just pretend to be asleep. Uh -huh. <laughs> She's <laughs> fine with it. She's like, whatever. Yep. But Tyler does ask Bella how she got out of the way. And Edward's like, oh, no, I'm going to have to go kill Tyler. <laughs> but she's like, ah. I'm going to have to go kill Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> well, Edward pulled me out of the way. And Edward's like, oh, thank God. Don't want to kill him. <laughs> Tyler's like, what? Also, though, Bella just said my name. <laughs> yeah, Edward's like, <gasps> never have my name sounded so beautiful. <laughs> and then she says it again, Edward Cullen. And Edward's like, she said my whole name. <laughs> I never sweated before, but <laughs> now is the time. I am glistening. <laughs> <laughs> but Tyler's just like, huh, that's weird. I guess I didn't see him. Is he okay? And Bella's like, I don't know, probably. <laughs> they didn't make him use a stretcher. <laughs> and then Tyler's sitting there going, Bella's pretty. She's not my usual type, but I should take her out. What does that mean? Weird. Weird thing. I don't even understand. I hate that. I Okay, fine. Edward is halfway to that emergency room, though. <laughs> He's already down the hall. You called Bella pretty? Dude, chill, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to let you take her out. She's mine. <laughs> he gets halfway there, and then he's like, um, okay, probably I sh it doesn't matter. He can think she's pretty. It's fine. <laughs> Anyone would notice that. Of course she's pretty. Did you notice her unsymmetrical face, though? <laughs> Did you see how small her chin is? <laughs> why, are her, why are her eyes so big? <laughs> and her hair is so dark. <sighs> what is... <laughs> <laughs> and then Edward's like... Why do I feel annoyed by this? Am I annoyed? Why am I angry? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> then Edward sneaks into the uh, room where they just keep everyone's x-rays at, yeah. I guess. And You've seen that room in Grey's Anatomy. I have. They do just stare at them. <laughs> they use like a pen to point at things. Yep. I love it. <laughs> uh, he goes, he looks at her x-rays and then he finally realizes he didn't break Bella. Her head is fine. <laughs> She's not hurt. Aww. And Carlisle walks in then and he's like, you look better. <laughs> better than what? Uh, Carlisle gets out his pen and <laughs> right. starts pointing at things and he's like, look, no breaks. <laughs> and then Edward has another conflicting feeling, which is, he's like, okay, Carlisle's proud that I didn't break her brain, but he's not going to be happy about what I'm about to do. 
<laughs> little does he know hey carla i'm gonna go talk to her oh just like super natural you know just chill carla's Smooth just nodding things over yeah good idea <laughs> And then Carlisle's like not even paying attention to what Edward's saying because he's still looking at Bella's x-rays. And he goes, look at all the healed contusions. How many times did her mother drop her? <laughs> Is that funny? No, Carlisle. I didn't think it was funny because either. Because Bella probably did get dropped. I even wrote, that's not funny. She probably got dropped on the ballet studio. <laughs> right on her head. Oh, no. 30 times. Okay. Anyway, Edward's like, I think Bella has really bad luck. And Carlyle's like, well, yeah, she's in forks with you. And Carlyle and Edward's like, oh, I know. I love that Carlyle just says that. Like, he's the most thoughtful person. Then he's like, yeah, certainly the wrong place for her with you here. <laughs> I didn't know Carlyle was funny, but he likes to make some dad jokes. He does. He's good with it. Love it. And then he's like, go ahead. Smooth things over. Yep. So Edward walks in. Tyler's still mumbling at Bella. And he goes, the girl was trying to escape his remorse by pretending to sleep. <laughs> All right, you guys, you know what time it is. It's time for Victoria to tell us just how many times Edward has called Bella the girl this chapter. In chapter three, Edward calls Bella the girl 26 times. That brings the midnight sun count up to 68. I'm sorry, but I just snorted because he says that he walked away quickly. And I was just imagining him walking away quickly again with his jeans. <laughs> I don't like it when people walk quick. It makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> Edward, before he says anything, he just stares at her for a long time. And he's like, this is the last look. I'll look at her. <laughs> he tries to leave so many times. Mm -hmm. There's so many times where he's like, I will never see her again. Oh, Ten minutes later. Um, Bella. <laughs> do you want to go out with me? <laughs> he feels very sad at this moment, though. And he's also like, I'm never going to figure her out. Yeah. That's stressful. He finally walks in. Tyler starts to babble at Edward. And Edward's like, be quiet. Bella's asleep. <laughs> and Bella immediately perks up. And she's no, I'm not. <laughs> Uh, Tyler starts to apologize to Edward and Edward's like, please do not. <laughs> no blood, no foul. <laughs> They're both working on their dad jokes, he yeah. and Carlisle. Yeah, they are. And then Edward goes, it was amazingly easy to ignore Tyler. <laughs> he's talking about his blood, but I just love how he starts it off. Oh, good. And he goes, I never understood how Carlisle was able to do that. Ignore the blood of his patients in order to treat them. Wouldn't the constant temptation be so distracting, so dangerous? But now I could see how if you were focusing on something else hard enough, the temptation would be nothing at all. Interesting that he never learned that from all the years of being with Carlisle. <laughs> right? So he goes and asks Bella, like, what's up? And she's like, there's nothing wrong with me. Also, why aren't you in here with the rest of us? <laughs> And he can hear Carlisle walking down the hall. And so he goes, it's all about who you know. I came to spring you. <laughs> and then he just stares at Bella to see how she reacts to Carlisle. <laughs> he walks into the room. It's the same reaction we had when we saw the movie. And, and Peter Caccinelli walks in. We were like, <gasps> her eyes went round and her mouth actually fell open in surprise. I groaned internally. <laughs> And he's like, oh, no, she noticed how weird we are. But for Bella, she's just like, the that's beauty. the handsomest man I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Even though Edward's standing right there. It's Carlisle. Carlisle. He comes over. He asks her how she's feeling. And she's like, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's like, your x-rays are good. Does your head hurt? And she's like, it's fine. <laughs> So Carlyle walks over to her and he runs his, his fingers through her hair. He's just like feeling for where she got bumped. But I just imagine that he's just like gently caressing her. And Edward gets more <laughs> jealous than he has ever been in his life. Of Carlyle. It's too weird. I had seen Carlyle work with humans a thousand times. Years ago, I had even assisted him informally Though only in situations where blood was not involved. 
So it wasn't a new thing to me to watch him interact with a girl as if he were as human as she was. I'd envied his control many times, but that was not the same as this emotion. (laughs) (laughs) I ached for the difference between Carlisle and me, that he could touch her so gently without fear, knowing he would never harm her. You'll get there, Edward. It's okay. Oh, man. Will you get there? You have to go through a lot first, but you get there. Carlisle asks if her head is tender because she kind of winces when he pokes a spot. And she's like, (laughs) it's fine. And Edward's like, ah, she's also brave. I mean, I don't know if that's bravery. Yeah, you don't. I think that's just like (laughs) embarrassment. Yeah, Yeah, honestly, embarrassment. Because it's really, it's, it's not a like bravery thing to not acknowledge when you're in pain. Yeah, no, that's just a... The most beautiful person I've ever seen is touching me right now, and I do not want to let them know that they just hurt me. It's fine, Dr. Cullen. You can touch it again if you want. Possibly the most vulnerable creature I'd ever seen, and she didn't want to seem weak. And then he laughs at her, and she glares at him. Carlisle tells Bella that Charlie is in the waiting room, but that if she feels dizzy or turns blind, that she has to come back. Yes. And then Edward's like, Charlie's here? And he tries to, like, find where he's at, but he can't. So cool. So cool. Bella wants to go back to school. Carlisle tells her no. Um, She asks if Edward gets to go back to school. And Edward's like, well, I have to tell someone that you're alive. (laughs) And Carlisle's like, well, actually, the whole student body is in the waiting room. It's Bella's worst nightmare. (laughs) Yep. Which Edward is very proud that he could guess that she wouldn't like that. (laughs) Yeah. Carlyle asks if she wants to stay. She says, no, I would have said yes. Me too. Well, you just shut the thing between me and Tyler. I'll just take a nap. Oh, my gosh. Laying in the emergency room is like it's nice and cool. They bring you ice if you want it. They really don't bother you. Yeah. Because they're busy. Plus, you get to like hear what's happening with other patients. <laughs> yes. You get to like figure out which of Tyler's bones he broke. Take That's that cool. opportunity. They might even give you an IV. It's kind of fun. <sighs> At the least, you'll get a jello. <laughs> Instead, Bella gets up and she tries to stand up, but she stumbles right into Carlisle's waiting arms. <laughs> she stumbled edward again full of jealousy oh, no. can't believe that she fell into carlisle's arms become a doctor edward <laughs> true <laughs> he doesn't want anyone else falling in his arms except for no, bella though yeah. but if he did become a doctor at forks during these next two years <laughs> that would happen good point pretty frequently he again is envious that carlisle can just prop bella back on her feet without a problem and Carlisle tells Bella to take some Tylenol and she's like it doesn't hurt that bad and he's like well I guess you were lucky and she's like yeah lucky that (laughs) Edward happened to be standing next to me right next to me and Carlisle's like "Mm mm-hmm and he thinks to Edward all yours do what you think is best (laughs) so cool yep Bella comes walking straight towards Edward. She gets uncomfortably (laughs) close. He has to take a step back. She puts on her angry eyes. Yep, just in case. (laughs) And she's like, I need to talk to you. And he's like, I smell so good. Oh, my gosh. Not only he (laughs) freaks out when she does that. Do you want to read what he says? It's so scary. Her warm breath swept across my face and I had to stagger back a step. Her appeal had not evaded one bit. Every time she was near me, it triggered all my worst, most urgent instincts. Venom throat. Nope. Venom. (laughs) Venom flowed in my mouth and my body yearned to strike, to retch her into my arms and crush her throat to my teeth. Edward. Jeez. In the hospital? Right here? Chill out. (laughs) in front of everybody i mean carlisle's right there (laughs) and edward's like i'm stronger than my instincts but only Only barely a little bit (laughs) just a smidge (laughs) edward's like charlie's waiting for you and she's like i want to talk to you um carlisle meanwhile is very intently listening (laughs) to everything that edward's body is doing right now (laughs) and he reminds him to be careful she's like i want to talk to you alone And so he's like, I guess we have to go do this. I have to make Bella 
mad at me. So mad that she's not going to say anything about me. I hate it. He goes, I would lie and ridicule and be cruel. Rude. Uh, You don't have to, though. I mean, here's the thing. If I, like, am trying to convince someone to be on my side for this thing that I lied to them about, I'm not going to, like, lie to them, then tell them that they're wrong, and then be mean to them. Right? I'm going to be like, listen, I know that you feel like this thing happened, and, you know, I want you to feel secure in your version of events but just know that I am not saying these things to manipulate you but just know that I have a very personal reason for these things and like will you help me right and Bella would be like Edward wants my help oh my he's not telling me that I'm wrong he hasn't learned yet that the way to get Bella to make a good plan is to just let her make a good plan exactly like don't control her just let her do her thing and she'll figure it out she's very smart yep but nope instead I mean, I don't even, we already did this in Twilight. (laughs) Nothing new was here, right? No. He's like, what do you want? And she's like, you owe me an explanation. And Mm -hmm. he's like, nope, I saved your life. I don't owe you anything. And then she's like, you slapped a fish. Tuesday, Wednesday. (laughs) Cake is my most bestest creation. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. Um, That's from Bad Lip Reading, if you guys aren't familiar. Go watch it. Please watch it. Bella's like, you promised. And he's like, you hit your head. And she's like, I didn't do anything to my head. (laughs) (laughs) Then he's like, what do you want from me? And she's like, I want to know the truth. And he's like, well, what do you think happened? And she's like, well, you penguin slid at me really fast. And he's like, no one's going to believe you. And she's like, I'm not going to tell anybody. (sighs) And then he's like, huh. (laughs) She means that. Why? Why isn't she going to tell anybody? I'm being so mean to her. And then he's like, well, then why does it matter if you know? And she's like, I want to know why I'm lying. I don't like to lie. Yeah, uh, that's a such a good point, too. I've probably already said that before, but I, it's his issue. She should at least know why she has to be lying to everybody. I mean, I know you've already explained it. It's his own things, but at least give her something. Right. Be like... Bella, it's really embarrassing, but <laughs> this winter I'm actually signed up to go do this thing in the Arctic where I get a slide with penguins, and I was already going to try it in the parking lot because it was so icy, and I saw Tyler turning in, so I really wanted to get in a good slide before he like tried to park anywhere, and I just, I don't know what happened. I think there must have just been some crazy ice surface tension thing, but I have never slid so fast. I just slid Right into you. I I wasn't even (laughs) aiming for you. I just, I slid. I was there. I saw the car. I just, I pulled you out of the way. I don't know. I think Bella might buy it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really good lie. Also, I mean, like, I can see it. Because at first I was just like, Edward is a penguin sliding. (laughs) But see, my little girl goes to a school where they're mascot is a penguin and sometimes the eighth graders dress up as a penguin they wear like a penguin costume and they stand out in front of the school and do funny things so I'm like he he has to wear a costume at his camp you know Uh where he learns how to be one and Mm -hmm. it's just Edward in a penguin costume sliding across the parking lot to save Bella's life exactly he couldn't just let her die no she'd buy it I think I'd she buy would. It. I'm like, yeah, also, how did you get into the penguin camp? That sounds amazing. I'm going to talk to Charlie about the penguin camp. Can I come with you? Is there an extra spot? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so she's like, like, I want to know why I'm lying. And he's like, just thank me and get over it. And so she's like, thank you. I'm not getting over it, though. And so he's like, I hope that you like to be disappointed then. And then he goes, I'd rather she'd make up her own story than know what I was because nothing could be worse than the truth. I was an undead nightmare straight from the pages of a horror novel. Oh, Edward. They glare at each other. And then she's like, well, why did you even bother? And he's like, oh, I didn't think she would ask me this. And he tells her the truth. And he says, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) And then he looks at that angry, unsymmetrical face. One last time again. Yep. For the fourth time, it's the last time. He turns and walks away. Turns and walks away in in great Edward Cullen fashion. Just a turn and a walk. End chapter. (laughs) (laughs) 
goodbye chapter three of Midnight Sun. You were a beautiful baby. We're glad you're turning into a teenager now. I know. Each early chapter we go through, we get one chapter closer to the (laughs) grab and poke. (laughs) Which is, like, definitely top two chapters for me. I think it's my favorite. Grab and poke is classic. It's so good. I can't wait. Me too. We only have a couple more and we'll get there. All right. So thank you once again for joining us while we read Midnight Sun. Yes. It's it's the joy of our lives. Literally the only thing that brings me happiness. (laughs) So thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you. Join us again next week. And remember, if you have to convince your friend to lie to all her friends about something that you did, at least make sure it's a penguin lie. We'll see you guys later. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Twilight Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus episode, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at Remember Twilight Podcast at gmail.com, send us a voice message on Anchor, or leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and making ours come true.